Good morning. Welcome once again to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show here on Absolute Radio. Alongside me, as always, Matt Dyson, Emma Jones and Glenn Moore. Hey, guys. Hello. Good morning, Davey. So I ventured onto uh, social media (laughs) yesterday, uh, and that's the only I would have found out that it's snowing. Uh, It snowed absolutely everywhere, um, and lots of people were sharing videos of the snow coming down and battering their windows and creating snowmen, and what a lovely thing it was. Um, I had a little bit of an issue with the snowman that we built with Evie, though, and um, mm-hmm. it was, I, th- I think it was too middle class. Um, it, was, it was only a small snowman, um, but it had yeah. luxury Moroccan blueberries for eyes, an M&S pre-chopped <laughs> carrot for a nose, and its hair was made oh. of chives. And I said, oh, if wow. the neighbours see this, my man of the people <laughs> image will be ruined forever. Oh, no. Our pesky middle class snowman. <laughs> Um, So the snow has been falling over the country for a number of days now. For some, it's just a stone wall piece of aggravation. For others, they made light of it and had some fun. Um, How was it for you, Matt Dyson, with three kids? Oh, loved it. Ted's too, so it's his first ever sight of snow. And he can say snow now, so he loves it. And he he says ouch whenever you throw a snowball at him. Did he say that in his Bradford accent as well? Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, he's very northern. So he says hello to dogs, hello, and snow. And then he says bye-bye. But that's not so northern. But I don't know, for some reason, he's got a couple of Bradford sayings in him. Well, when the uh, the lovely Wicks feature... He He doesn't call it a bread roll, he calls it a balm. Yes, yeah, and it often exclaims, Bayekas like. (laughs) Whatever that means. Uh, When the beloved Breakfast Show feature with Wix that we do returns on Friday, maybe we could get him to say Tredio for us as well. That would be nice. (laughs) Um, It might be a step too far. (laughs) Uh, So I hope that the snow is treating you all well if you got some. Coming up next, well, why not warm the cockles of your heart with a nice hot beverage sipping at your lips from a Dave Berry Breakfast Show mug. Yes, there's a chance to win one next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Tuesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show where, as promised, it is now time to give you an opportunity to win yourself a mug. And to do that, you need to demonstrate some show knowledge. So once again, we have a clip from yesterday's show when we discovered our favourite new Nickelback song. We We all just want to be big rock stars Living hilltop houses driving 15 cars The girls come easy and the drugs come cheap We all stay skinny cause we just won't eat And we'll hang out in the coolest bars And the VIPs with the movie stars Every good gold digger's gonna wind up there Every playboy bunny with a bleach blonde hair And we'll hide out in the private rooms With the latest dictionary and today's who's who We'll get you anything with that evil Smile. Everybody's got a drug dealer on speed dial. Hey, hey, I want to be a rock star. Oh, my goodness. Well, it had it all, didn't it? It had the comedy of the bassy drug dealer line. It involved a band taken from this prestigious radio station's playlist. <laughs> so I bet producer Will, who looks after these sections, really rustled up and a fascinating, interesting, but entertaining question. Let me take a look at my doc. <clears throat> so to win yourself yeah, a mug... Which country do Nickelback come from? Oh, uh, so, uh, there you go. Uh, that's the question. Uh, which uh, he's given up, isn't he? Come from? Uh, yeah, I, I bet the showrunners at QI are pooing their pants right now listening to this. Um, so yes, there we go. Uh, which which country do Nickelback come from? Win yourself a cup. 
The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Tuesday morning. You're listening to The Dave Berry Breakfast Show, a breakfast show that comes with its own merch, and that is a black ceramic mug with my name on one side and the word Wix on the other. And all you need to do to win one is tune in early doors and answer a general knowledge question based on something that occurred on the show the previous morning. And joining us right now on line one is Brian. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Dave. Very nice to speak to you. And you, my man, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. It wasn't too long ago at this early hour of the morning. I don't know if you heard it, but the team and I were discussing the fact that we didn't know any other Brian's. We knew a Brian in the office, but other t- people named Brian had eluded us. Do you find yourself a bit of a collector's item nowadays, Brian, or, or are they left, right and centre, like, I don't know, a Dave would be, for example? Uh, well, we're not as popular as Dave's, obviously, but uh, I, do, I, know, I, know, I know a few. I do know a few. Okay, Uh, setting the record straight for all the Bryans out there. Well done. (laughs) Um, So, to win yourself a mug, you need to answer this question. Which country did Nickelback come from? Uh, They are much maligned from Canada. They are. They are Canadian. (laughs) Um, You've won yourself a mug. Brian, let me set you about your day with a few Nickelback facts that are going to blow your mind and everyone else is listening. Nickelback are one of the most commercially successful Canadian rock bands of all time, having sold more than 50 million albums worldwide. Their song, How You Remind Me, was the best-selling rock song of the noughties, according to the Billboard chart. And the fourth best-selling song overall of all time. In 2019, the band spoke of an upcoming 10th album and fans are still on the edge of their seats waiting for it to drop. Um, Brian, what do you make of those stats in your face? Well, I'm, I'm pretty impressed by them. I assume the next Speechless. one... Speechless, has... I know, Brian, I know. <laughs> sea shanties will be next for them, I guess. <laughs> sea shanties will be next. Uh, Brian, lovely having you on, mate. Take care of yourself. Stay safe. We'll speak to you very soon. Thanks very much, mate. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much, Brian. Really do appreciate those kind words. And there'll be a chance for you to win a mug tomorrow morning. It's the Dayberry Breakfast Show on your Tuesday morning where I think this is the perfect time and the perfect place to hand it all over to Matt Dyson for the social ammunition. Matt, what's going on? First up, Dave, uh, I've had some correspondence from someone called Warby22 on Instagram who says, Hi, is this the Social Ammo help desk? If so, I'd like to ask, what is it with the picture of the old man sat cross-legged with a mask on looking miserable? I have no idea where it comes from, so don't get any of the memes slash jokes, and I'm in fear of looking ridiculous at the virtual water cooler, or worse, having to use my data. Thank you in (laughs) advance. Sorry if it's been mentioned on the show. I'm a couple of podcasts behind this week. Well, Warby, I presume you're talking about the Bernie Sanders meme, uh, which came out after the uh, inauguration and is is still everywhere. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. There's been some amazing pieces of work. One of my favourite ones is like a video. I think it's Kurt Russell pulling out a camping chair with one hand and it turns into Bernie Sanders and he pops him down on the floor. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Bernie Sanders is the, the old Democrat in the States. Their, their sort of uh, version of 
of Jeremy Corbyn, to be very simplistic. And he was just sat there very cold, <laughs> looking very cold in his mittens at the inauguration. And it was a very cold day, but now he's turned up everywhere. He's like on that older Janet Jackson uh, album cover, covering her dignity. He's been made into a Dalek. He's been made into James Blunt. There's a knitted character of him. He's literally everywhere, this meme. So you're, you're right to ask Warby, if you're not the, sure. The yeah, thing is, as well, the incredible thing is, is that Bernie Sanders was the subject of a meme about a year ago where it was him saying, I'm once again asking for your financial support, and people were removing financial support and putting their own separate things in. But he was wearing the same coat there as he was for the inauguration. So it, it's strange to see the same item of clothing like, transverse yes. several different memes. <laughs> yeah, the coat's well, more exactly. famous than got, he is. Yeah, it is. If you've got a good it's coat... It's like Jose Mourinho in 2004. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. It is. But now uh, Bernie has taken ownership of this whole thing and has released a, a, a sweatshirt with the picture on it and has sold it in the States. And... Uh, that it's sold out in seconds in every size, $45 a pop, all the money being donated to Meals on Wheels Vermont. So he's used wow. it for a very good cause to Aww. make some money for charity, I which love is very nice. Yeah, very nice thing to do and a very good work for me. But that's an explanation if you weren't aware of exactly who he was. The other story, I suppose we should touch on Liam Gallagher's love of the snow. Uh, I mean, <laughs> the other day, he's like a child. It was amazing. <laughs> Liam Gallagher was just out. So he, one of them, it was just him with his arms in the air and the snow going, wee! He's like a, literally <laughs> like, a, like a toddler running around in the snow saying, there's snow business like snow business on another tweet. Then a picture of him just smiling under a mask out in the snow. Absolutely loving life. And it's, it's that childlike enthusiasm for the snow which I think is making everyone's uh, life a little easier during lockdown but staying with Oasis um, there is a, a band called Deco uh, a London pop band who have uh, made their own 80s version of Wonderwall uh, which is uh, which sounds which is you know because a lot of modern pop music is quite 80s inspired uh, so yeah. this is what Wonderwall would have sound like if it came out in the 80s Jimmy oh, Somerville at the end there. Oh, I absolutely so love good. it. Yeah, Oasis Jimmy it. it's got it all for me. Wow. <laughs> yeah, ticks all the boxes. And, and the front man looks a bit like a sort of art school Rob Beckett, if you can imagine such a thing as well. Uh, so, yeah, very good work by Deco. Uh, and that ends your social ammo action. It's viral, it's trending, it's gaining traction. It's Tuesday morning. Hello and welcome along to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show where I have decided to put aside some of the show for your stories linked to the most brutal thing a child has ever said to you. And first out of the traps, online one this morning, is Steve in Croydon. Good morning, Steve. Hi, Dave. How are you doing? Very good. Thanks very much indeed for asking. So, Steve, uh, great having you on the show. I believe your tale of the most brutal thing a child has ever said to you takes place at a friend's house when you were in your mid-30s and starting to settle down. Tell everybody what happened. Yeah, so we were discussing... You know, going out and so on. I said, well, because I'm setting down, I don't, I'm not really uh, going out as much as I used to. 
and his five-year-old daughter looked me straight in the eye and said, ha, 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 no fun for you, old man. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Amazing. How, how do you, how do you react? How do you respond to that? How do you There's pick no yourself up off the ground, Steve? Well, You're right, Matt. There's no comeback. Externally, you say, "Oh, that's fine," you know, ha ha ha. But internally, <laughs> I died quite a lot, and it still haunts me. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve hasn't had any fun since, thanks to that little girl. Um, Steve, it's been great having you on the show, man. Thanks for getting us underway on this one. We'll speak to you very soon. Stay safe. Cheers, Dave. Bye. So that's the kind of thing that we're after. Get in touch, Dave, at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's a Tuesday morning where on Absolute Radio right now, we're asking you to tell us your tales surrounding the most brutal thing a child has ever said to you. And joining us right now on Line One is Lauren in Hampshire. Good morning, Lauren. Morning, Dave. Morning, team. Good morning. 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 Lauren, lovely having you on. So you used to be a teacher and your tale involves one of your pupils running up to you, excited to tell you what she'd purchased for Christmas. Take it over from there, please, Lauren. What happened? Yeah, so um, this was a girl of about eight, and she was absolutely lovely, but she was completely brutal, as, as children are, and they just say exactly what they think. Um, so all the children came running in, talking about their Christmas break and what they got for Christmas from Santa. Uh, she stopped at the door. Morning, miss. Morning, miss. Guess what I got? I got some new boots for Christmas. And she was proudly wearing her new boots. Um, and then she glanced down at my feet and then said, oh, I can see you didn't. And then off she ran. <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, um, yeah, it, it, made me, it made me question my life choices. Was it that comment from said little girl that made you decide to change career paths instantly? <laughs> yeah. No, uh, it, it wasn't, but it was that comment that made me revamp my wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lauren, great having you on the show. Thank you for telling your story. We'll speak to you very soon. Take care. Bye. This is just coming from Diane, who says, Dave, my then five-year-old hoiking my boob up my chest and then saying, Mummy, isn't that meant to be up there? Keeping it boob related, Paul's got in touch saying, Mummy, why has that man got boobs? He says, Dave, I never wore that tightish lemon T-shirt again. Thank you very much indeed, Paul. Uh, Keep them coming. The most brutal thing a child has ever said to you. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Tuesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show here on Absolute Radio, where I want to dedicate some of the show to discussing the most brutal thing a child has ever said to you. Matt Dyson, you have had children wrapped around you the longest. Is there one example of brutality Um, that springs to mind? (laughs) Well, I get roasted on a daily basis at the dinner table. Bess actually calls it, yeah, you get roasted. Because they watch all these American YouTubers. And she's always saying things like, worst dead joke ever. And just gives me these looks. It's the looks more than what they say. But one of the worst ones I ever had was one of Bess's friends when she was little, when I used to live back in London. It wasn't what she said, but whenever I walked into the house when she was around for a play date, whenever she saw me out and about wherever she just burst into tears because she she, she she appeared to be repulsed by me and it's like every time i saw her for the first two years of her life georgia started crying and was scared of me and it was just horrible it was so awkward 
I think you could have a good Will Hunting moment here where when you win Heat Secret Crush 2021, you can slap yeah. the magazine up against the window and go, see, Georgia, how'd you like those apples? <laughs> yeah, um, great idea. <laughs> um, Glenn, what about you? Has, has, has a child been particularly brutish to you in the past? Yeah, this, this actually sort of disrupted um, a lot of my relations with my girlfriend's family. This was a couple of years ago and I was, I was meeting a family for the first time at a, a big Christmas gathering in Newcastle. And one of her cousins, who's about 10, I was sort of brought into the living room when we sort of arrived at this gathering with about 30 people, loads of aunts and uncles and cousins and grandparents, obviously a huge family. And uh, I came in and just as I was about to be like, hi, my name's Glenn, she just went, hey everyone, this is Dr. Pooh. And I, to then have to spend the rest of the evening convincing people, that's, it's just not my name. And, you know, I, 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 never, I never did the doctorate in the first place, but it's, um, it, was, it, was, it was enraging. She's my nemesis. It's a poo. Oh, she's my nemesis. I tell you, I had, the thing that happened with me was that horrible freakish occurrence in nature from time to time when a 13-year-old has the voice box of a 38-year-old man um, and I was walking past a school, I was on my way to a meeting and they kicked the ball over out of the playground into the road and I just fumbled around for ages trying to I tried to kick it over first of all which was a big mistake it hit the curb, went onto the opposite side of the road at which point this 13-year-old just went, oh mate come on Come on, son. <laughs> so I ran over to the other side of the road. It got into car. I was scrambling around on my knees trying to pick it out. Oh. I tried to throw the ball over, but it hit the top of the fence and bounced back. Mm. At which point oh. he went, mate, we've got to leave school in a few years. Is this going to take any longer? <laughs> I love it. Even, even to this day, when I see like like um, kids playing football in cages and stuff, if I'm able to, I cross over the road so I don't have to go through this harrowing <laughs> thing again. Oh, the height um, of the cages as well makes you think, how did the ball clear that in the first place but also what are the security measures it's like it's like a castle's portcullis it's like 20 feet up in the air you can never kick it that high well exactly and that's the other thing like while this is all going on there's a psychological wound that that 13 year old has not only got a deeper voice than me that more he's got more powerful legs as well um, so what's the most brutal thing a child has ever said to you let me know dave at absoluteradio.co.uk it's Tuesday morning. Welcome along to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, where yesterday something very rare happened. And that is we did not discuss at any point on the show Matt Dyson's nomination as Heat Magazine's Secret Crush 2021. And let me tell you, the beefcake himself was livid. He was saying to me, Davey, Davey, how am I going to win this if you don't talk about it more regularly on the show? Please ensure we do yeah. it on Tuesday morning. Davey, Davey. I need another Didn't push. I cake. need another push. Otherwise, Rishi Sunak, Greg Wallace and the twins from Selling Sunset, they've got it in the bag without another push, Dave. Come on. I need the votes, man. <laughs> he needs the votes. He's, he's become addicted to being a sex symbol and it's it's sad to see. Uh, this is about, if this was the movie Goodfellas, this is about the halfway mark in the movie when things start to descend into chaos um so matt don't worry we've still got your back and everybody out there is voting please look so many of you are working from home right now you are sat in front of your computers listening to this or your your device is just to hand as you make a cup of tea go to heatworld.com slash secret crush there is a picture of matt dyson there just click on it and you are done and everybody's getting behind matt dyson winning this even another nominee in the same list 
and Prime Minister Boris Johnson. So maybe well, Boris no, 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 I uh, no, let me pay to you. I don't. Uh, it would feel ignoble uh, to win this particular uh, poll, uh, and I look, I want to encourage all my supporters inside the party and out to vote uh, for the other dishevelled, mop-headed, uh, inarticulate, heavy-breathing uh, lech, Matt Dice. <laughs> So, I mean, there we go. Both putting it perfectly for once. Uh, and also, well, when it comes to political heavyweights getting involved in wanting your votes for Matt Dyson, Tony Blair's also in there. Yes, it's right, yeah. by the way, that people vote for Matt Dyson. And this isn't just one of those, uh, you know, I know people get asked <laughs> to vote in all sorts of things now. Not just local elections and referenda, but, you know, all that type of thing. And people might be tempted, and I can see why. They might say, well, look, you know, I vote in the X Factor every weekend and I vote for, you know, Strictly Come Dancing or whatever it is. This is different, and it's important, by the way, that the rest of the country and indeed the rest of the world knows it's different because this is about not only the individual that wins this particular cause. And of course that is, you know, that is relevant. We want Matt Dyson to be the heat crush of the year and it's right that he is. And I think all the polling I've seen is that <laughs> that is the will of the British people. So it's important that you get the result that reflects public opinion. But it is also a test, frankly, of the direction we want to go in. And this is a challenge to, to this generation to get it right for the next. And look, I, you know, there are many great reasons to vote for him, but it comes to the substantive point. This isn't about alliances or allegiances or, you know, some sort of clannish organisation. This is about who should be the secret crush. And if you look at the pictures of the people on there, not only is he the most attractive, as you and I and all of you listening know, but he is the one that you would want to keep secret. So in the spirit of the very principle that underpins this plebiscite, it's only right that you vote for Matt Dyson. So there we go. Whatever your political leanings, Matt wants your vote and he deserves them. Not my words, the words of Tony Blair. So head to heatworld.com slash secret crush and give Matt Dyson your vote. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Dave Berry's 100 Collection. Good morning. You are listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where real music matters and, as I say, matters it does. Which is why I enlisted your help to thin down, to minimise, to curate my record collection to just 100 of the greatest albums of all time. And since we returned to air at the beginning of January, we have covered off, again with your help, Absolute Radio 60s, 70s, absolute 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s, and yesterday we did the genre that was classic rock. So there are 10 albums available for selection in each decade, giving us 70, and they are 70, of the greatest albums of all time. However, that means there are 30 spaces left, and I'm about to reveal to you the three extra special categories that will complete my 100 collection. And they are movie soundtracks, the best of the difficult second albums, and finally, quite simply, the best of the best ofs. 
So tomorrow morning, the curation continues as we are fully focused on the greatest movie soundtracks. Get involved right now on the Absolute Radio socials using the hashtag The 100 Collection. So team, the one that springs to my mind straight away is the Pulp Fiction soundtrack. Um, you've oh, got the course, Royale yeah. with Cheese speech straight into Jungle Boogie. You've got Al Green's Sublime, Let's Stay Together. Dusty Springfield, Son of a Preacher Man, is quite simply one of my favourite songs of all time. Uh, you've got the whole Bring Out the Gimp thing, which drops in towards the, the last quarter of the album. <laughs> no one saw that coming. Um, are there any that spring to mind for you guys? Are you going to take some time to think about it before giving your opinions? I mean... Uh, I think it would be remiss to be not to give Dirty Dancing a mention. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Saturday Night Fever is just a really good Bee Gees album, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. this is very true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, true. yeah, I mean... Yeah, a lot of a lot of Uncle Quentin's soundtracks are amazing, but I just I'd love the the music from the Shining soundtrack is really nice. They've got some really just some really atmospheric what? sounds what are you on there. Talking about it's horrible. <laughs> Seriously, it's, Maybe, it's a great. You soundtrack. often find yourself whistling that in the morning, Matt. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Do, I listen to it. I listen to it when I go out for a run. That's why I run so slowly. Get to the Absolute Radio socials right now. It's hashtag the one hundred collection. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning, you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, where, as I revealed yesterday, over the weekend I received a nice little package from Thoughtful.com. They're a creative greeting card marketplace that support independent designers and small businesses all over the globe, which is just lovely. And via letter, which they penned to us, they set us a challenge to create a Valentine's Day card. So not only are we going to jump on board, but I've also roped in the home time boys because you know how competitive they are. They cannot resist a challenge. Bush and Richie and Breakfast are going head to head in another lockdown team challenge. Who can create and market the best of Valentine's Day card? It's like The Apprentice in here, Matt, isn't it? It's like The Apprentice. Great, yeah, love it. And what's more, you'll be able to send them on thoughtful.com. That's T-H-O-R-T-F-U-L.com. So, um, Matt, you were teasing me off air that you had an idea that popped into your brain yesterday. What do you think it would best represent the Breakfast Show Valentine's Day card? Well, firstly, thanks for the opportunity, Lord Berry. Uh, but I was thinking we could maybe base it around... About time. Uh, <laughs> base it around the relationship Rolodex feature on the show. And so have, like, Ooh. a picture of a Rolodex on it with the cards flying off with loads of negatives which you can personalise. So, like, oh, you're really annoying the way you stack the dishwasher or your, your loud blinking's really irritating. But then oh. inside it's saying, but but after, despite all that, I still love you. Or something like that, you know. Oh but base goodness. it around the Rolodex. <laughs> you big softy, that's lovely. <laughs> well, it's got a lot of negatives, which maybe you shouldn't really focus on negatives on, on Valentine's Day. But, I mean, you know, there it's not, not all relationships are perfect, and this reflects that. Well, very few are, and I think highlighting foibles, but the underlying message is, I love you, that's why we're together, you're my Valentine, I think is a really nice contrast between the front and the in- inside of the card. It's so much more well thought out than my idea, which came to me yesterday, <laughs> which yeah. was just to get um, just to get a close-up of my publicity picture for Absolute Radio, yeah. so it'd just be my face on the front, and then just cut out a hole where the mouth is, so you can put your tongue through and go, happy, happy Valentine's Day, <laughs> oh. lover. Oh. And then you 
<laughs> yeah, you can like put your tongue in my mouth. Is what in I was your mouth. thinking. Yeah, that's what I thought. So they're all going to sort of stick their tongue down your throat, and that's yeah. Well, no, but you'd, you'd be coming out. Your tongue would be coming out of my mouth. I mean, you know. Oh right, I'm okay, right, wow, yeah, great. You wouldn't be snogging me on yeah. Valentine. You'd be going like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, not very like pleasant. It, now I've said it out loud. Yeah, but, I like oh, it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Matthew from Northumberland's just got in touch. He says we should try and work in my fa- my famous catchphrase "Arriva Dirty" into the card. Um, <laughs> yeah, can someone claim shout. the Italian for goodbye as a catchphrase? I don't know, but I like where you're going, Matthew. Um, so it is breakfast versus home time. The Valentine's Day card lockdown challenge. Who can design and market the greatest Valentine's Day card? Any suggestions to help us out would be most grateful. Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's a Tuesday morning where earlier on today we decided to dedicate some of the show to the most brutal things a child has ever said to you. And we had hundreds of messages. Thank you for them. Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk was the place to send them, including Carol, who says a student whilst asked her, were there roads around when you were a kid? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Carol adds, for once in my life, I was gobsmacked. Uh, Natalie says, Dave, I'm a doctor and went to see a lad who was about six and needed his appendix out. At the end of the chat, I asked him if he had any questions and he said to me, yes, why have you got hands like a skeleton? Uh, (laughs) Thank you, doctor. Um, Tess says, I was dancing at a party, Dave. I apologised to my girls if I was embarrassing them. They said, no. You're just embarrassing yourself, Mum. Uh, that's Ooh. got to hurt a little bit. And uh, finally, Caroline said, when my eldest was about three, I asked him if he could have anything in the world, what would it be? His reply, Dave, was a zip for your mouth. And that's from Caroline. <laughs> so there we go. That's the times that children have been most brutal to you. Thank you very much indeed for sending them in. You've all made everyone else feel a whole lot better about themselves. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. And there you go. Tuesday morning's breakfast show is done and dusted. Thank you for tuning in and thank you to those of you who got in touch about all of the weird and wonderful things we like to discuss. Your homework for this afternoon ahead of tomorrow's morning's broadcast is to think about the greatest movie soundtracks. I'll be adding 10 of those to the 100 collection and that's the hashtag you need to use on the Absolute Radio social uh, media. We also leave you with a podcast. But Matt Dyson... Even though both are pood-based, only one can be a winner. And okay. it is either Glenn Moore's, look everyone, it's Dr. Pooh, or my, I bet the showrunners of QI are pooing their pants. Which is it to oh, be for the podcast? No. It's a tough choice out of those two number two based ones. I think uh, Glenn's <laughs> Dr. Pooh. I think it's a nickname that will stick with him. And we should all refer to him as Dr. Pooh from here on in. Well, I... 100% agree. The podcast you're looking for is Look, everyone, it's Dr. Pooh. And know this <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow, 6 a.m. Stay safe, stay entertained. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.